Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to share with you a story where I got called out in the office this week and my response to it, not because I feel the need to defend myself, but to make it abundantly clear as to what I stand for as a chiropractor, as a family man, as a man, and as a person who wants to change the world that I live in for the better. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Nexus Podcast, where I talk about new, brighter future and how it's attainable for all of us, depending on the choices that we make. Hope you enjoy. Hey, what's up, family? Uh, as you know, this would not be the first time that I have been called out or someone has tried to call me out on something that ends up just not being true. And why I won't share the any of the specifics of the conversation, because I do not mean to call this person out if they happen to hear this episode. Uh, but the point is, it really got me thinking about what I do as a chiropractor and specifically why I do it. And so on this episode, I'm going to give you a little backstory of just where I came from, especially if you're a new listener, listener, because I feel like this is a crucial conversation to be had. And the other part of it is, is that, um, just understanding that like we're always going to have haters in our life. Like basically there's a principle called the 80-20 principle. You may have heard me talk about it on another episode of the podcast, but the 80-20 principle says this, like if you have a hundred friends, 80 of them, or if you know 80 people in your life, 80 of them are going to like you and 20% of them are going to hate you or dislike you. And that's okay. It's just 80, 20 principle. And it applies to literally everything. So in the office this week, here's what happened without giving you any of the specifics of the conversation, my motives as a chiropractor were called into question. Uh, basically saying that I'm only a chiropractor secondary to other things that I may be as a person. And I, yeah, I kind of took offense to it. But at the same time, um, in my head, I started thinking about how it's really not fair, um, especially in the in the light of the person who's like calling me out in this way. And so again, this is not my defense to that. This is not me trying to call that person out, but it really had me consider like, do I have ulterior motives or do I literally want to help people? Do I literally want to help people? It's a question that I had to ask myself. Like, am I doing what I was called by God to do inside of my life? And my answer definitively, after thinking about this question to myself, based on the comments that this person made to me, are definitively 100% yes, all I want is to see a healthier, happier, more present, more productive world that we live in. Like I see so many families struggling because their dads are disconnected, making tons of money, but having terrible relationship with wife and kids. I see tons of families suffering because their kids are sick and no one has answers for them and they continue to struggle and suffer and everybody just says that this is the way it is and then the CDC just goes ahead and they update pediatric developmental milestones to make it less lax because our our whole system, like an entire generation of kids are so neurologically disabled and no one has answers for it except for chiropractors, but then we get called quacks. And so I get so fired up and I get so passionate about this conversation is because understanding a part of my backstory is going to help 
you, I think, as a listener, get very clear on what my motives are for people. And this is the point of this podcast is one is to share with you chiropractic information. So I'm going to be very clear up front. It's like number one of this is to allow you to understand just how important it is to address your nervous system. And the most important way that you can address your nervous system is through brain-based chiropractic care, period. There's nothing else you can do. You can't meditate it. You can't supplement it. You can't exercise it. You can't do any, you can't do the drip IV or the NAD, like all those things require a nervous system in order for you to function. And so if you're doing those things and you're not addressing your nervous system, you're missing the biggest part of a healthy lifestyle of living the life that you were designed by God to live that every single one of us were provided to live and promised to live in the presence of a healthy nervous system. And so this is where I go with this conversation. When I was teaching, I used to be a high school English teacher. A lot of people do not know this about me, especially as more people come into our lives. They're realizing that like, oh my gosh, he has this whole backstory. He hasn't just been a chiropractor forever. No, I was not a chiropractor forever. I was very much raised in a household. My family had very, very little money. We had no central air conditioning. We had no central heat my entire life growing up. I I decided, my dad forced me to go to college as a force of going to college, I started to learn that there was this thing called a hidden curriculum. And this is what the hidden curriculum states. The hidden curriculum states that kiddos are taught a specific set of skills to prepare them for the same jobs that their parents already are working. So what did this mean for me in my life? The reason that I didn't want to go to college, the reason I wanted to be the assistant manager at the oil change shop that I worked at in high school was because I was prepared for a specific set of skills and a specific set of thinking that set me up to be that way to keep me in the same socioeconomic status. And on the other end of the spectrum, we had kiddos who were learning critical thinking and their parents are doctors and lawyers and they got to go to the private schools and they're learning different skills to prep them how to be doctors and lawyers. And when I learned this about the school system, and a lot of it is hidden, a lot of it is subconscious, but it's ingrained into the system. And you can look at it and they've studied this since the 60s and they can replicate it and they can reproduce it and they can study it. And we can look at fMRIs and brain scans and we can replicate it over and over and over and over and over again. So it's not just hogwash. There's, if you're interested in looking at the research, look at Claude Steele's research. Look at Gene Anion's research. These are just a couple of the people big in the field. Look at Paul Tuff's research and you'll see that there's a host of information that suggests this. A CDC study, uh, they did an ACE study, an adverse childhood experience study that replicates the same thing. So even the CDC says that this is true on some level. And so as I got into learning about how kids are successful or not successful based on a certain set of criteria and how schools were setting kiddos up for that, I decided that I wanted to become an English teacher. Why did I want to become an English teacher? Not because I was passionate about English at all, but for one reason and one reason only is because I was passionate about bringing to light the fact that every single one of us, you, me, your kids, your parents, your grandparents, your great grandkids, whoever it is, that you're looking at and wondering why aren't they the person that I know is trapped inside of them? Like, why aren't they expressing it full out? I got into it because I wanted to help people see that anybody could be successful, regardless of where you grew up, regardless of the money your parents made, regardless of the situation that you were brought up into, and anybody could change their status. And when I say status, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a level of happiness. I'm talking about a level of production. I'm talking about a level of purpose inside your life that each person can only define. It's not for me to define. And so as I started teaching English, the question that I had became abundantly clear. Is like the school is not, we're teaching content in school. We're teaching English, we're teaching science, we're teaching math, we're teaching history. The problem is, is that we're not teaching skills. We're not teaching any skills that are, that 
are driven or derived from the part of the brain that is responsible for success in the first place. And that part of the brain is the prefrontal cortex. And so as I'm teaching and I start asking questions about how does the brain learn and how are kiddos successful and what's the research say and what do all these great researchers say about the hidden curriculum time and time and time and time and time and time again, it kept coming back to one thing and one thing only. And that was the more stress, including the CDC's research by the say, by the way, say that the more stress that a kiddo is under the more likely they are be to have higher rates of divorce, higher rates of drug addiction, of alcohol addiction, of all of these things that would indicate a decreased quality of life, including disease, including happiness, including how much money they make, a whole list of things. And again, this research is done by the CDC. So here's where I go with this, is I start asking the question while I'm teaching, I'm teaching high schoolers and I'm asking the question of like, okay, if... I'm making these teaching strategies. If I'm creating my own teaching strategies that are teaching to the prefrontal cortex of the brain, how do we get the most out of the prefrontal cortex of the brain? And everything I had ever learned kept coming back to the chiropractic care that I was given for myself and realizing that the chiropractic care that I was under for myself was directly affecting the frontal part of my brain, the prefrontal cortex of the brain, and that that chiropractic care is what allowed me to experience a heightened sense of purpose, to experience a heightened sense of I wanted to do more research and help people in the best ways possible. And when I realized this and I had this realization for myself, I started asking the question, what if my kiddos in the classroom could receive chiropractic care? How much better results would they get and how much faster? That was the question that I had. And as I kept asking and I kept researching and I kept looking time and time and time and time again, it came back to, it has nothing to do with the English that you're teaching. It has everything to do with the skills that you're building by hammering these kiddos prefrontal cortex. And if chiropractic care puts 90%, if movement of the joints of the spine puts 90% of nutrition and stimulation to the frontal cortex of the brain comes from movement of the joints of the spine via chiropractic care, then why would I not do that instead of teaching? And so this required me to quit. Like it required me to quit because I was at a place where I felt no longer congruent earning a paycheck, teaching kids when really I wasn't teaching them English. I was teaching them life skills. I was teaching them strategies. And yes, they needed my help and I saw great results with it. But what I've seen is a way greater, way magnified, heightened experience of these results inside of my life and the lives of families that we get to work with. Why? Because we're waking up the brains of moms. We're waking up the brains of dads. We're waking up the brains of kids and we're seeing them function at a different level. We're seeing a heightened level of connection. We're seeing a heightened level of connection to God and their family members and the people in their lives and relationships change and work changes and passions change and purpose changes and mission changes. And when these things change, literally we start to create a healthier, happier society. And this is what I love. This is what I love is we have like, I'll give you an example of this. We have a mama who brought her kiddo in for digestive issues. So kiddo starts coming in for digestive issues, immediately starts pooping, immediately starts napping. Well, guess what this does? This brings mom a heightened level of happiness because now she gets time to herself to get things done during the day. She's no longer stressed out. Mom's not even under care in our office. What else does this do? This allows mom, dad to come home at the end of a long day. Baby's asleep. So mom and dad can now connect. It creates this deeper level, the higher level of connection, higher level of safety between mom and dad. And so like just by adjusting this one little baby, 
we have now changed a family dynamic in a way that could be unprecedented by anything else that you could imagine. It can't be changed in that way by exercise. Dad and mom were both exercising every single day. It can't be changed by meditation. Mom and dad were both me- meditating every single day. It can't be changed by prayer. Mom and dad were praying every single day. Can't be changed by nutrition. It can't be sa- changed by supplements. What it can be changed by is addressing the brain of one little kiddo that changes the way the entire family unit interacts. And when I realized this fact, this is when I quit teaching English. And so here's where it gets really interesting because I want to give you some science behind this because I'm giving you just a story of how I got to where I am today. And this is why I care is because we're waking people up to higher levels of consciousness, to higher levels of happiness, to higher levels of productivity, to higher levels of connection, to higher levels of purpose. This is what we know. And this is why I love taking care of kids and whole families. We know that 89% of the entire adult volume of the brain is developed in the first two years of life. I'm going to repeat that because I feel like this is crucial. Almost 90% of the entire size of your brain as you listen to this podcast right now was developed in your first two years of life. Also, we know that birth to the age of two years old is the most important time for development. Literally, most of the gray matter that is developed inside of your brain is developed by six to seven years old. And they're fully formed and they're fully set. And so wouldn't it make the case to say, if we wanted to see kids thrive, if we wanted to see kids happy, if we wanted to see kids healthy, if we wanted to see kids out of a stressed out state, wouldn't we address their nervous system in those first two years of life? If 89% of the entire volume of your adult brain is developing in those first two years, the cerebellum in the first year of life, the cerebellum is like the coordinator of everything that happens in your body, including thinking, including movement, et cetera, grows by 240% in the first year. And so there are all these things that happen within the brain and within development that literally set us up to be successful human beings. The pain and pleasure response and the connections formed in the myelin sheaf are formed before birth. They are actually developed in the third trimester. So what does this mean? This means that your kid in utero before they're ever born are developing either a pain response, a fight or flight response, or a pleasure response, a rest and digest response based on the experiences that mom is having inside of her life. Wouldn't it only make sense that if we were adjusting mom during pregnancy and we allow stress to be turned off in her system, that baby is going to develop more of a pleasure response than a pain response and they come into the world happier, healthier. So interesting because from so many levels, what we know about the chiropractic adjustment is that it wakes up the frontal cortex, it turns off the stress response inside of the body. And so what we're doing is every time we're taking care of these kiddos, we're literally, we're literally waking up their brains to its fullest potential from the first breath of life. And if we're taking care of mama during pregnancy, it's even more so. And so this is crucial. So if anyone ever questioned the motives that I have as a chiropractor, The motives are this, is like, I care about seeing people thrive, period. And if I get to see one person, whether it's your family or whether you disagree with me or whether you think I'm crazy or think I'm a quack or think I'm out for something else other than seeing your family thrive, you are gravely mistaken based on what the research says. The research says that traction on the spinal cord is the number one trauma to the nervous system during birth. And guess what? Every time they've ever researched this, they found that 99% of newborns in normal births, in a normal birth, 
not a C-section, not a vacuum extraction, not a forcep extraction. Literally 99% of newborns in normal births had traction on the brainstem and the dural meningeal system. So what does this mean? This means that they had traction on their brainstem that was literally causing stress inside of their bodies before we could ever measure it, except for one person and one person only. And that would be a neurologically or brain-based chiropractor. And the list could go on and on and on and on and on. The reason that I love what I do, the reason that I live and I wake up in the morning is to see families thrive and the way that my family has thrived as a result of chiropractic care. The reason that I wake up in the morning is to see kiddos thrive when they would have went down a totally different trajectory if it weren't for the care that we get to provide. I love seeing people when the mom and the dad come in together and they say, you know what? We're having sex for the first time intimately. We have our connection is higher. Our connection to God is higher. We feel all these things. We're just happier. We take care. We're doing more fun things. We're going on more adventures. Like all the things that we live for inside of our lives are possible as a result of chiropractic care. And there's nothing else can get us there like chiropractic care can because we know that movement of the joints of the spine is key. And 90% of nutrition and stimulation to the brain come from movement of the joints of the spine. The only way to get joints of the spine properly moving is by seeing a neurologically based chiropractor. So again, my motive is this. If you're not about it, you can unsubscribe from the podcast. My motive is this. I want to see whole families under chiropractic care. Why? Because I know the power. I know the presence. I know the connection. I know the happiness. I know the joy. I know the success. I've seen it in my classroom and in the care of the kids that I've got to take care of where mom and dad thought this kid is going to be a behavioral issue. They're going down the route of being in special needs classes and we completely reverse everything and they end up being top of their class in all their subjects. Why? Not because I'm special as a doctor because I can't fix you, but I believe Actually, I don't even believe, I know to be true, 100% true, is that God gave you, God gave me, God gave our kids, God gave our parents, God gave our grandparents, God gave every single one of us the exact same potential to be successful in life, to be happy, to be healthy, to be prosperous, to be purposeful, to be meaningful, to live a life of passion and power. And all comes from having a healthy prefrontal cortex, which is why it's so important for me to take care of families, to take care of kids, to take care of mom, to take care of dad, because it creates a happier community that I get to live in, that I get to raise my daughter in, that my daughter gets to interact with. And for me, it is all about leaving a mark on the world that changes the insanity of everything else that we have been taught inside of our lives, just like I was, going all the way back to way before I was an English teacher, when I didn't even know that this thing existed. So my friends, that's all I have for you on this episode. If you got some value out of this, if you could do me one of two things, one, leave a rating, two, leave a review. I love and appreciate you so, so much for listening. I love chiropractic. If you don't, that's okay. Probably unsubscribe because I'm bringing lots more of it. Have an amazing week and I'll come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.